Okay, Podsters, this is it. This is your tipping point, your moment to take action or live with never knowing what could have been. We all have that thing that we know we are meant to do that scares us, that we're not sure we can do, and that we know we need a little help doing. My Do the Thing Fall Retreat is happening October 13th through 15th in where else? Cape Cod, in the tranquil seaside town of Chura, where I've hand-selected a beach house for nine like-minded women to get together and do the thing. You already know that there's a life waiting for you on the other side of this thing. And this powerful, intimate two-and-a-half-day workshop is exactly what you need. If you don't do it now, you probably never will. Don't live with regret. Do the thing. Click the link. Fill out the very brief application. Let's hop on a call because I want to make sure it's the right fit for you. Together, let's do the thing. Welcome to Unmute Yourself, the podcast. I'm Nancy Medoff, keynote speaker, best-selling author, executive coach, and equity evangelist who literally wrote the book on women in confidence. And I'm Beth Knauss, creative copywriter who works with female entrepreneurs who are done putting safe and general content out there and ready to walk the fine line between honoring their bold voices and perspectives and honoring their professionalism. We are on fire and on a mission to inspire and empower you. And who are we kidding? The world to speak up, stand out and get your seat at the table. If you're looking for straight talk and a weekly shot of confidence, you've landed in the right place. Beth and I met while collaborating on my number one bestseller, Unmute Yourself and Speak Up to Stand Out. We hit it off and we knew right away that we needed to keep these important conversations going so that women around the globe will speak up and stop building our own glass ceiling. So here we are coming at you weekly with a perfect blend of realistic strategies actionable tools and real life stories to bring these important and somewhat controversial ideas to life. Doing so with humor, kindness, and the occasional shenanigans. Get ready to feel empowered and inspired to speak up, to stand out, and to build your confidence toolkit. Note to men or women who are not working in a professional capacity, we see you too, and we promise you the conversations here will inspire you as well. So buckle up, folks, because here we go. What happens? It's like, eh. So Podsters, for those of you listening that are in our podcast community and didn't know about the live, we are going to go live maybe every week, maybe from time to time, maybe several times a week. Don't know. So we forgot you all. Sorry about that. And for those of you that are attending live, we love it from Vermont. We have Vermont. We have Massachusetts. Uh, the invitations I sent out were U.S. only for this one. So I don't know that we're going to have as much of our international audience. We are now streaming in 34 countries. 34. That's cray right. cray. Do you remember when we were excited about seven? Do you remember that? I remember when we hit 100 views. That's so funny. That's great. It's fun. It's really fun. Anybody who hesitates to have a podcast, it's fun. We've really, we've learned a lot, fly by the seat of our pants, and yet here we are on LinkedIn Live. Well, and you have to pick the right partner, like I did. Like I did too. Right. 
Um, all right, why don't we get started? So right. we are, oh yeah, okay, so just really quick again, for those of you that are making comments, it's a little delayed on our part, and for some reason I can't respond. So Beth, what are we talking about? We are talking about spring cleaning. Uh -huh. We don't mean under your couch and in your closet. Although that's important. Very much so. Yep. So what do we mean? Although I'm going to make a comparison. I was thinking about this. Nancy made these beautiful notes and then I just kind of went in to make sure I understood and wrote myself some notes. So I was thinking about all the places we stuff things, right? Physical items that we own. And so, right, we, we want to clean our desk, our files, our garages, our basements, closets, under the bed, behind the furniture. And why do we do it? We do it because it creates space. It creates flow of energy. I mean, if you listen to anyone who talks about feng shui, they're like, you can't have anything blocking energy, the flow of it in your rooms and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it really creates a lightness and an energy. And sometimes we hesitate to clean out, especially if we're talking figuratively about clean out our minds or our concepts or that sort of stuff. We hesitate, but yet when we do it, there is like this freeing. Would you agree, Nancy? Agree or disagree? I agree. And I would add that I would only add that the converse of that is that when you stuff everything. So what I will do sometimes is stuff everything into a drawer. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I keep saying that word. I can't pronounce it. I need a different word, a cubby. Then it gets too full and you can't fit anything else in it. So I'm going to share a story. I have this little sock drawer and I throw all my socks in there. I actually have two sock drawers, but whatever. Um, so I, I couldn't open the drawer and there were so many pairs of socks in there and I kept pulling socks out and pulling socks out and pulling socks out. And I was like, and I made the analogy about, you know, you stuff all this stuff in your head and you can't get to the good stuff. So I was trying to get to my good socks and there were all these other socks I had to get out of the way. And I'm like, well, no wonder I can't think. No wonder I can't, you know, focus. It's because all this stuff is in here. So um, I think it's a great point. I think it's a great point. Good yeah. point, Beth. Good point. Yeah. yeah. So um, the reason why we were talking about spring cleaning was because I think both of us actually came up with this at the same time, didn't we? Yeah, it was. I think we did. Yeah. I So so what happened for me was there was something about spring cleaning and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to regroup and I'm going to spring clean my life. I'm going to spring clean my mind. I'm going to re um, spring clean my spirit, my priorities, my boundaries, everything. Um, and so I do all my medical appointments in July around my birthday. So every year in July, I go get all my checkups and all my annual things. And I was thinking, wouldn't it be cool if as a practice, we, you, me, every spring, as you're cleaning out your closets <clears throat> and your sock drawer and whatever, you kind of regrouped and, and renewed kind of yourself and what's, what's ahead of you. Beth, thoughts on that? Yes. So um, almost like a tune-up, right? Like an all-inclusive tune-up. How do you like that? I mean, and yeah. Cleaning out the cobwebs at the corners of your existence. About that. I like that. I mean, I like that. Uh, there's a lot of them. That's why I'm laughing. Yes, that's for sure. That's all not an easy task. Scores. Yeah, no, I think it's really good. And I, you know, you also brought up, and I'm looking at, at our fabulous notes that 
you know, winter is this time where you kind of hunker down. It's really easy to like snuggle under a blanket and, you know, maybe let some things go and, you know, do things to make you comfortable, right? In the cold, we want that comfort. Mm -hmm. We want like a fire. We want hot chocolate. We want all of these things, but it's, you know, it can be a little bit slowing. It's not necessarily motivating, right? It's not that time where you're like, yeah, I'm going out. I'm going to nail it. And I think the issue with this past year is that we also just spent two and a half years in that mindset. And then we come back to the winter. I think it's just easy to fall into that and kind of just collect stuff and not worry about it. But now it's like sun's coming out, Mm -hmm. temperatures are changing, you've got a brighter view. So we gotta we gotta change that. So how do we do it? We we give we give ourselves a little bit of a tune up, right? Love it. <clears throat> love it. I love that you brought up winter because one of the things I wanted to talk about was what what habits, spring cleaning your habits. So what mm-hmm. habits did you slip into in the winter that are not going to serve you moving forward? For me, uh, ironically enough, it's it's easing into my day. So in the winter, I like to come down a little later, have my coffee, light a candle, maybe journal. And I love that. But when I'm in it, that's not going to work. So I need to get up, I need to work out, then I need to have my coffee, then I can start my day. And just this past week, I don't think it's a coincidence, I've been going back to that. Because if I start slow, the whole day goes slow and that does not serve me, it doesn't work. It works every now and then, but yeah, not, not that often. So that's a habit I think I'm gonna change moving forward. Yeah, and I also think like for me, that's like my weekend mindset, like to get up. I'm an early riser, although I do have trouble getting up when it's dark out. I'm still like, I'm getting up now, <laughs> but I do it a few more weeks. I won't feel that way anymore. Um, but yeah, I like to get up on the weekend. I like the quiet. I like to go at a certain pace, but during the week, I'm like, let's go 545. Let's exercise. Let's yep. do a meditation, sure. little whatever, and, and let's get going. So yeah. And because for me, I don't know about you, dark. One of my habits is as soon as it's dark in the winter, I think it's time to ch- to change into pajamas. 100%. So days at you know four four thirty before I'm cooking dinner or anything, I'm in my pajamas and I'm like, oh, and I was never really like that before the um, fabulous pandemic. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting. So, Podsters, for those of you that are live with us, throw a note in the chat about Ed, if there's any habits. We won't use your name. If there's any habits that you would like to spring clean and get rid of. I, I know there's a couple for some of you, so I, I'd like to see um, if if you're vulnerable enough to share that. Um, yes, and Beth, sometimes I'll spend the whole day in my pajamas and that's just not, it's just not great. I mean, it, it is what it is, but on a Saturday or Sunday, that's fine. It's just not good for your mindset. To your point, it goes back to the whole pandemic. Like you got to wake up and get into your day. So, so um, do you have any more habits before we move on? Uh, let me see what I wrote down here. I also, I wrote about movement. I also wrote about connection. And I know we're going to talk about that in another level, but I think it's just easier to kind of hunker down and, um, you know, not really reach out and just be home and, you know, like you're in your cave. Uh, so there's that. And I also wrote down here, look good, you feel good. I think it's also really easy to like, not worry so much about what you're wearing. Like you're really just concerned about being warm and being comfortable and mm-hmm. you know, we get a little pale, not that I can get any paler than I am, but um, you know, you lose a little bit of color and 
all that sort of stuff. So I, I think it helps if you are like, oh, you know, like I love doing this because then I'm like, oh, we're going to go live today. I'm going to, what jewelry am I going to wear? And, and then that makes me feel really good. Totally. I totally agree. We have some comments in the chat, which are, which are really great. Yeah. So, uh, I, I said I wouldn't use names, so I won't, but one of, one of our new podsters, um, talks about adding rather than eliminating. That's a great point. So maybe you're not eliminating or maybe you're not changing a habit. Maybe you're adding one or getting back to a habit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So let's see TV vegging. Oh gosh. Yeah. The, and the, the streaming thing, right? The streaming thing has been, it's fun because you have something to talk about with people, but at the same time, like there are many times where I'm like, I really should be sleeping rather or reading rather than binging poker face, which I love. I but. saw a great meme or a great quote on Instagram yesterday, actually. It was FOMO, FOMO for when you should be sleeping. And they said, nothing worthwhile happens 11 o'clock after 11 o'clock that you're missing. Go to bed. And I was, and I did. I'm like, that's a really great point. That's a really great point. Mm. Um, I also, I, I usually keep my phone in the kitchen. I don't bring it into the bedroom with me. Um, and I've been bringing it in with me just for a number of reasons that won't make sense to anybody else. And I'm like, you know what? I have to get back to, <clears throat> I have to get back to putting it back in the kitchen because it's there. It's the blue light. It's there. So that I am going to commit podsters right now. That is my call to action. I will no longer have my, I will go back to not having my phone in the bedroom. So those of you that are listening, how many of you take your phone in the bedroom with you? David, I know you do. Mm -hmm. I bet you do. Um, I'd love to hear who does that. So what about uh, your mind, Beth? Because I love this idea of spring cleaning your thoughts. Do yeah. you have anything on that before I jump in? I, I do. I do think that, again, you know, if you're busy snuggling on the couch and you have a lot of things you can ponder when you're less active, right? Your mind can really get going. And um, so I think it's good to get rid of some of those things. And um, ooh, well, let's see. Audible. What else? Everybody. Everybody so puts their Susie phone Moon in the bedroom. In, Susie Moon is in Wisconsin. So that's not international, but it's not regional. That's for sure. <laughs> Thank you, Susie. You get the, you get the furthest away award today. Um, so what, so what was one of the things for me that I notice is when I start to jump back into things and get going, it's mind drama. And I had some this week. Oh. Um, I actually... To, spoken to networking groups online virtually this week. And for one of them, I had to make a slide presentation, which I've never done the mind drama around this thing. And I was like, finally, I was like, you know what? I have two choices, do it or don't do it. If I don't do it, I'm going to be really embarrassed because then I'm going to have to say, well, I didn't do it because I don't know how to do it and blah, 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 which is not true. I can do it. It was, it was simple. I went into Canva Many of you know, I, I was Canva challenged about a year and a half ago. <laughs> Kathleen Lawson, who's actually here, she helped me. And I was like, this is crazy. Why was I so worried about Canva? So I actually thought about that. And so mind drama is a thing that like it pops up and I'm really trying now to be like, okay, drama away for 30 seconds, but then get it done. Right. It's a feeling, not a fact. Or, I mean, that's, it's a good similarity. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah about mind. Yeah. So this is really interesting. I have been really mindful lately of the words I use. Um, and the words I use when I'm thriving and the words I use when I'm not thriving. And, um, I think this might resonate with a few people. 
So for example, uh, a couple of weeks ago when I was super busy with International Women's Day, I, I, this was a, a really um, popular post. I talked about how I frame my day. So it's, are you slammed or are you extraordinarily busy today? Are you, um, you know, I have a lot of action items today or, you know, today's extraordinarily busy, blah, blah, blah. And it, it's kind of how I use those words. And I was talking to a friend who is making some bold moves in his business. And he said to me, I can't afford that right now. We were talking about something. I was working with him on his business and he said, I can't afford that right now. And I said, I, I'd like you to try to say that differently. How can you say that differently? How about it's not a priority for me right now? And that's not a pri priority for my business right now because you can't afford it. You could. You're choosing not to spend your money in that area right now, which is absolutely accurate. And it really changed. He said it a few times and it, it really changed his whole affect and how he thought about his business. And I, it was pretty remarkable to see that happen with someone else. And now he says it all the time. Or now he says it, it's a regular thing that he says. And instead of saying, I can't afford that, like that makes you feel in scarcity mode and, mm -hmm. you know, bad. Whereas it's not a priority. That, that tells you it's choice. Maybe it will be a priority later. I'm in charge. I control my destiny. And that one little shift in, in word choices, I think, was really powerful. So that's something I'm going to continue to be mindful of. Right. So that was really great. And it made me think of, you know, a limited, really limited mindset and then going to flexibility, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I can't afford it, but maybe it will take some rearranging or maybe it'll take reprioritizing or rather than saying, no, I can't do it. Yep. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, you mentioned, though, you mentioned, I think it was kind of going inward and not reaching out as often mm -hmm. in the winter. So uh, that that's a great segue to relationships. Um, what, what, what are your thoughts on spring cleaning and relationships? Cause I, I know we both want to talk about them. I think they might be a little different. Yeah. Who did you hunker down with? Who are you looking forward to see again? Yeah, this is definitely another boundary thing or an adjustment thing, right? That, um, we've talked, Nancy and I have talked about this a lot about how, who we want to spend our time with, when we want that to happen, and what do we do when we don't want that <laughs> to happen, right? We we did a friendship um, podcast session, right? So, yeah, I don't know that, I guess I'm not feeling that way about people right now, but mm -hmm. I'm also, like right now, I think a lot of people are looking to get back together and connect in person, and I'm just like in this go mode at home in my box right now, like just really feeling creative, which is typical to this time of the year. And just, I would be okay if I didn't go out for the next, I don't know, three weeks or so I could stay home and I have a bunch of ideas and stuff like that. And I think that's, I think it's hard because people don't always understand that if that's not how they are. Which is a great boundary example, right? Like, well, why, why would, should you be expected to see them on their terms? Right. You just said that's not how they are. Okay. But that's how you are. Right, exactly. Well, I don't see them on there. I say I don't have a problem saying no in a situation like that. Yeah. Although one could argue, then why should they only see you on your terms? So it's yeah. a it's an it's an in between, I think. Right. It has to be flexible. And I don't have a problem being flexible, but you know, sometimes you have a friend who's like might want to see you twice a week or like I, I just don't have that. And I yeah. have Yeah, Emily said you and me both, Beth. 
made for whole bodies. Yeah. Weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, Emily's a writer. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's interesting. I have a friend and she would, she's not very technological. She would not be listening to this podcast. So I can, I feel comfortable sharing the story. She, okay. So her and her husband go to bed extraordinarily early, like, cause he lives on the Cape. He has to go into Boston three days a week. He gets up at probably 3am every day, maybe four. So no, I think three. So they go to bed. She won't even tell me what time she goes to bed. The only time we can see them, the only time we can see them is at 11 a.m. on a weekend. That's the only time we can see them. If I have a party, she doesn't come. There's no dinner plans, none. If we have lunch plans, it's not one o'clock, it's 11 o'clock. So that they can get back to what, you know, and, and okay. So I admire that because good for her, right? This is what works for her. At the same time, it's highly irritating because it, it doesn't, okay. And, but, and, and it's also somewhat disappointing because, and this Emily is going to go to your point about people don't like it when you set boundaries. Um, it, I, it was, I resent it sometimes because I'm like, well, wait a minute, I can only see you on your turn. So I resent it yeah. at the same time as I admire it. And there will come a time and there are times when I say, I don't feel like going out at 11 o'clock in the morning. Like, I'm not going to, like, no, I'm not going to see her or him. And we don't see each other as much as maybe we used to because that doesn't work for me as much anymore. So I respect it. And I understand that it might impact the relationship. And I'm okay with that. Right. And so must she. So must she if she's like, listen, I can only see people at 11. So you know, yes. allows you to decide if you are flexible there or you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is pretty, those are pretty strong boundaries. Oh, it's you know, hilarious, actually. You said before, nothing good happens after 11, but there are a lot of good and fun things that happen before 11. She's missing I out. Know. <laughs> I know. And you know what? That's their choice. And that's, you know, good for them. Right. I, I just, I find it interesting. I find it interesting. Um, <laughs> the other thing about relationships. Well, hold on. I want to, I want to finish out boundaries. So, and all this talk about staying home, there are, I am missing a lot of stuff because I'm not going out as much as I was and I am really okay with that. So that's something that everybody else has to get used to is, yeah, no, I'm not, you know, I don't go out. We, we eat early now. We never used to. If it's a late party, we probably won't go. And I'm really okay with that. And something that I say often, and people don't like it, and Emily, this is going to go back to to your comment, I'm very comfortable with my decisions. Mm -hmm. I am. And and I think that's a really good way when when somebody has expectations that you're not willing to meet, it's a really good way to say, I hear you, and this is not up for negotiation. I'm very comfortable with my decisions. That's it, right? Yeah, Beth is like a she's like a squirrel there. She's getting um she's getting distracted by the chat. I'm reading the chat. Yeah, no, Lydia. Um, which thank you, Lydia, for jumping in and listening with us today. Um, yeah, I I I do the same thing, Lydia. A lot of the times, and actually, Lydia and I are seeing each other tomorrow. But yeah, sometimes during the week, it's like I, I don't I don't have it. You know, I don't have the time, and I try to really keep my weeknights down to two nights a week where I have something going on. Yeah. 
which yeah, I'm not right. always successful at, but I don't yeah. I used to go out all the time. I'll tell you what I am missing is that <clears throat> pre COVID, I used to meet a girlfriend a couple times a year for an overnight. And uh, I love that. I, I kind of miss those like weekend road trips and my daughter, Becca, who I think is listening today is um, she lived in Philly. So, you know, I used to be able to jump in the car and go to Philly. And I just like that time alone that like, I don't know, kind of Jack Kerouac on the road. Kind of. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's when I have my best ideas. There's no yeah. question. Yeah. So yeah. I'm getting itchy for that. I'm getting itchy for that. I'm going to have to get that back in my life. All right. I love it. Um, by the way, there's more on boundaries, everyone, uh, in our July 5th episode of Un Unmute Yourself, the podcast. Uh, nope, that was work-life balance. Boundaries are around Thanksgiving. We did some, um, <clears throat> we did boundaries at home and boundaries at work. Uh, we did two separate episodes. We are going to revisit boundaries because it's obviously such a hot topic. Um, okay, so what about spring cleaning your goals and your priorities? I I think that the end of Q1 is a great time to reassess. Yes. Because you start out, you know, as I call it, the little white bunny, all happy and excited and clean and ready to go. And then usually, like, I like the end of March because I think about, okay, what's realistic? What's not? What took the place of this goal for both my personal and my, and my career? Are they still a priority? How am I making progress? And if I'm dreading something and making no progress – either get it off the list, outsource it, or do it. Like, this is a good time to be like, mm, you know, I have a huge, massive project that I'm making no progress on, and it's not optional. So so I know now, like, April is the month I'm going to double down on it. How about you, Beth? Yeah, I feel the same way. And I love this, you know, concept that's been this trend for the past few years of the 90 days, the three months. It's like, you know, the first three months were like a warm-up, right? And now we're hitting... You know, now we can pick up the pace a little bit. And to your point, you actually made some notes in this, as the copywriter in me wants to say, you know, if you're changing things and you feel like you're leveling up or you are offering a new service or, you know, maybe you haven't been that consistent with communicating with your clients, like it's a really great time to think about your content and your messaging and does it all, you know, is there a flow? If somebody reads about you on LinkedIn, are they going to read about you on Facebook or Instagram and know you're the same person? Right. And, you know, you can have different voices, obviously, but there should still be some clues that it's the same person. And does that transfer over to your website and have you increased your pricing? And, you know, is there language that has to go with that so that the value up levels as well? So there's a lot to kind of look at and say, do I have to realign some of my stuff so that I can get where I'm headed and reach my Absolutely. goal? Yeah, totally. And that I had that <clears throat> I had some of that under the tactical portion. So spring cleaning your profile on LinkedIn doesn't matter if you're a business owner or if you work mm -hmm. for corporate America. If you're spring cleaning your office, why not spring clean your laptop, like your oh. messaging, your resume, your key strengths, your testimonials, you know, your memberships. I I love spring cleaning finances too. So usually in the spring I look at my recurring payments on um, Apple or wherever I have them. And I'm like, whoops, haven't used that in six months and get rid of that. And you're, to your point, right. Beth, your, your copy. And, and uh, because I'll do that, I'll make, I'll make a change in one place and then I'll blow it off and not make the change in the other place. So this is old copy and this is new copy and it's 
it's bad. Oh, well, it's not good. Let's not say bad. Let's choose our words. Or the, it's the not other, ideal. The other thing I'm going to say about that is you might go in and do that or like quickly. I've done this before where I'm like, oh, my God, my Facebook says this. And then I change it really quickly instead of, you know, comparing all of them or writing a fresh one and then saying, OK, I'm going to put this here, here and here so that there's some sort of <laughs> connection there. So for sure. Um, so podsters that are live with us, what is one area of your life that you think you will spring clean moving forward? Um, and, or yeah, what, and, or what is one thing you're, you're, you are, um, hesitant to spring clean or like you're, you're having anxiety about it. Cause we can use this opportunity to talk through that. Um, so we'll get, we'll give it a couple seconds for people. Again, there's a delay in the comments. Um, oh, so the other thing, Beth, did you see the thing that I sent you while we're waiting for people to comment about shredding the shredding event that Rockland Trust was doing? Did I send uh, you that? You didn't, you sent, you just wrote shredding event at, on the notes. Yeah. So um, what Rockland Trust, which is my business bank, which is a bank here, um, they're doing, it's called a shredding event where you can bring up to two big boxes of stuff and they will shred it for you. And I made the connection to spring cleaning because I'm like, what am I going to shred? What am I shredding and getting rid of? And what am I shedding and what am I shredding? Um, and it was interesting. I haven't really gotten very far with it because it just happened yesterday. But mm -hmm. I thought that was good. I thought that was yeah. good. Well, I think that is really good. Doing a total rebrand. That's right. Laura McDougall is a fabulous um, personal chef. And so she is rebranding. Her new company is going to be called the, or is called the Wanderlust Table. Love that. Oh, Laura, I have some, um, name. I have some potential clients for you. That's a great, that's a, I love that name. Yeah. That's Let me great. know because I'll definitely connect you um, to Laura or I'll give you her info and you can connect. Yeah, um, that's great. Amazing. Yep. So we have Emily's going to go through her old subscriptions and ooh commitments. So Emily, uh, can you explain a little bit more about what you mean by commitments? I, I think that's great because mm -hmm. to me that to me that means I'm going to go through everywhere I'm over committing and and kind of tweak that down a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah. We have a closet. We have my office space. Yeah, this is great. Awesome. Um, it's so interesting because some people are saying personal, some people are saying career. And that brings me, that brings us to, to my last point, which was, <clears throat> we talked a lot on this episode about personal stuff. And what I have found is <clears throat> when you get your personal area in action, the rest will fall into place. So I think Becca said closets. When my closets, <clears throat> excuse me, when my closets are organized and in shape, that triggers everything else. So after my closets are done, then all my work stuff comes together. So if you're if you're paralyzed by what you need to spring clean with your career, maybe start with one thing at home, one small thing at home. And once you do all of that, mm -hmm. things will fall into place. So this is great. We get a ton of comments. You want to yeah. you want to address some of those, Beth? Sure. Let's look at that. Um, so home office. Yeah. Uh, yes, Chad, I agree. Tightening up our website, making sure everything is on brand, including your newsletter. Give me a holler, Chad. I can help you with that. Um, and Emily said events, collaborations. Yeah, I agree. So last year, so I was a Pepper Lane leader. Pepper Lane was um, a women's networking group. 
And I was kind of getting to the place where I was like, do I want to lead any more meetings? Like, you know, I was like, this is an hour and a half of my time every month. I enjoy it, but can I use it for something else? And um, they actually closed. Um, they actually folded. And so they made the decision for me. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. So that was, that was okay. Um, and yeah. I, oh my God, Susie Moon taxes for the love of you know who. Uh, I just sent off all my stuff the other day. It's such a relief to get that off your shoulders. And I actually like that. I like cleaning out the files. I make my husband does that part. He'll take out all the things that we've saved over the years, you know, over the year, you know, like your bills from this company and that company, take them all out, put them away, start fresh. Oh, I love it. But I hate to do it. I hate to start it. But the feeling afterwards is, uh, is really great. Office yeah, space, a lot of office space here. And let's see, Lydia said, taking courses to advance my knowledge at work. So Lydia, what's that spring cleaning? I love that. So you're spring cleaning your mind, I guess, right? You're spring cleaning what's what's going on in your head or you're spring cleaning your priorities, maybe. It, it's mm -hmm. the priorities to take the course. Um, I think Chad's comment is a great one to yeah. end on, which is, spring cleaning the excuses to make sure I'm taking care of myself and that spring cleaning the excuses. I really like that. I really like that because you're not, you know, keeping some maybe, but kind of tweaking the rest. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. You need an extra big broom for that. Get that stuff out of there. Get it out. Um, well, everyone, this was fun. This was yeah. super fun. Awesome. Um, we are going to continue, I think, the LinkedIn Lives. And for those of you that are not part of our podcast community, you can just follow us anywhere with your podcasts. We stream your podcasts. Uh, if you enjoyed this, share it with someone. That would be great. Sharing is caring. There is a replay. You can, you can see the replay anytime you want. And um, what else did we have, Beth? Do we want to um, – do we want to – do we want to – it's okay if the answer is no – do we want to um, socialize the idea of the shadow self? That's one that I'm not sure about. What do you think? We haven't gotten to yet. Well, no. I, I would just do, I'm going to, do you want to give a spiel on that? A yeah, sure. Time? Rosa Pinto. That is a name I have not seen in legit 25 years. Rosa. O-M-G. Rosa. Um, so for those of you who are still on, we're thinking about doing a podcast around the shadow self. And this is a pretty, you know, kind of out there uh, philosophical approach uh, made famous by Carl Jung that mm. says um, when you look at what you don't like in other people, and I'm, this is my layman's version, when you look at what you don't like in other people, it's really a characteristic in yourself that, that you don't like. So when, if I were to say, well, I don't like this about Beth, blah, 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 blah. It's really, I know that I have that in myself and I don't like it in myself. So it's a little out there. You know, we have a small group here that if you, if you guys would be into that, just throw a note in the chat and let us know if you think that's something you'd like to explore. We're probably going to do it anyway, frankly, but right. it would, it'll help us prioritize. We, can, we think it's, yeah. you know, I just think it's really interesting. It's really interesting. Right. Yeah. Um, last, whoops, sorry, go ahead, Beth. That's go okay. Any, yeah, anything else, like I, in the back of my mind, Nancy, we've talked about this a few times. I would like to, at some point, either on its own or in another podcast, discuss soft skills 
and why they're called soft skills. Oh, we're not calling it that anymore. All right. We're looking nope. for- So, So why don't we do that after- um... I'm speaking at Disrupt HR at the, at next week. And one of the things I talk about is HR's role in creating the glass ceiling. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I say is let's stop calling it soft skills. Hello. Oh. Let's stop calling it soft skills. Anyway. Uh, so where, I think we, are we out? We out? We out? Are we like out We're signing out. off? We're out. Everybody. Peace out. Fabulous day. Have a fabulous day. So awesome. I'm going to end the broadcast and see what happens. Never know. That's a wrap, Podsters. If you were thinking of someone as you were listening to this, share it. If you nodded along and even shouted out a couple of yes, leave us a review. Please, please, please. If you want to make sure you don't miss next week's episode, hit that follow button. And you can find us everywhere. And if you would like to learn more about us and exactly what we do, take a look in the show notes for our deets. See you next, next week. Podsters. <laughs>